This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The time is 2.50am. I sit bolt upright in bed in an absolute cold sweat. I've just had a nightmare. Mansfield Town are away at Barrow and for 60 minutes can't even manage to get a shot on target. Then our best defender gets sent off when we go down to 10 men. Then our goalkeeper gets injured and has to go off. Then our striker gets injured and has to go off. And then our other best defender gifts Barrow two goals and all of a sudden... We're eight points from the relegation zone or, or, or whatever. A potential five-point difference between us as well with a game in hand. I wake up, I'm crying, I'm in a cold square, and then all of a Oh, God. It's five minutes past five on Saturday afternoon, and all of that's bloody real. I think I might be having a breakdown. Mansfield Town lose by two goals to nil at relegation rivals Barrow. And yes, I did use the term relegation rivals because after that performance and result, you cannot argue against this. Mansfield Town are in danger. In danger of throwing themselves back into a relegation battle with games in hand, with injuries, with suspensions. Something has to change. I feel a lot of anger may come pouring out in the next half an hour. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because for some reason, Mansfield will always matter, and this is cheaper than therapy. As always, have your say on your team in the comments. Don't hold back either. Barrow 2, Mansfield Town 0. This is the Cooldown post-match reaction show. Jesus bloody Christ. Strap yourselves in.
I think I'm alright now. I've managed to swear off microphone and try and get it all out. My bloody system nearly said the other B word then. Joining me on this conquest to delve into the absolutely obliteration and absolute pile of insert your own thing here. Nathan Edge and Cam Felton. Nathan, we said before the game the bare minimum for Mansfield Town today was to come away with that 11 point buffer still intact. What we've actually done is we've taken it to an 8 point buffer and both um and obviously and Barrow have got a game in hand on us as well. Fortunately we've got a game in hand um on South End who are now second bottom but still we have just put ourselves into the deep end without learning to swim. Uh, we discussed all sorts of different scenarios before the game. Well, I think our worst case scenario, Stags have just taken that up a notch and they've shown us what real worst case is. You know, losing 2-0, losing players through injury in a, in a squad that is already threadbare, um, losing a player through suspension who... Arguably, you know, is, is, our, is our best defender. Like you said, at the top of the show, it's been a nightmare day. Absolutely nightmare. Cam, you know what? I, I, there, I can feel myself getting frustrated and frustrated and frustrated. And it comes from, not from Ryan Sweeney getting sent off, because that is naturally the turning point of the game. Two soft yellow cards. Like yellow cards by the letter of the law. So that's, that's, I don't have an issue with that in terms of the referee sending him off. What I do have an issue is, though, Mansfield Town, again, show no fight, no desire, no creativity, no flair, no f***ing idea in front of all against a side where we should be putting distance between ourselves in that first half. Well, what do you, what do you say to that? Yeah, um, well, you said from the first half, You'd be thinking, you know what, second half, we need to go out and absolutely batter these because they looked a bit questionable at the back. I know we wasn't absolutely perfect, but they were. we created chances and and it's just disappointing because that game could have been so different. It's so frustrating. We just, yet again this season, we've lacked that cutting edge, that that hunger, that desire, and it's going to bite us. And, and yes, it was uh, very, very much two soft yellow cards and then... A very poor mistake from Kellen Gordon, and then a very, a very unlucky, um, unlucky bounce, and it, it it changes the game completely. And then obviously to lose, Ainstone and Jordan Bowery as well. Oh, I'm dreading Tuesday night. Yeah, I cannot wait for Tuesday night to see what happens because Nigel Clough will actually be forced into changes, but doesn't have any options to do that. We'll delve into that later on because now. I am going to delve into your comments. Keep them coming in. I will skip to the same, but keep them coming in all the same and have your say on your team. Uh, let's evaluate uh, that game then. What have you guys had to say? Oh, absolute joke. Uh, Kevin says, big three points lost. We need to start winning soon. In Nigel Clough, we trust. Mark says, well, what a shower of. Nathan says, hope Bowery's not good. Stone is okay. Otherwise, we're not going to be good on injuries and a blow with Sweeney out on Tuesday. Ethan says, two costly mistakes. Lose highly winnable game. Reed with a big chance in the first half. We look lost without lap going forward. Uh, Jason says, be poor. Uh, enough said. 
Uh, James says, rubbish today, relegation battle it is then. Uh, Toby said, these players are beyond, but I'd keep Lapsley and get rid of the rest. Uh, Jamie says, well, that was shocking. Uh, shock defending and a very lacklustre display. I am fed up with this. Victor says, Nigel can't do any more with this shower. Phil, awful back to front. No midfield and, no, and uh, he cannot keep the ball. Andy just says, speechless. Uh, Wayne says, that was total S and I don't give a S about my job. I'd be sacked. They should be fined. Uh, a month's wages for the, sh the shower of S we've been given uh, over the last few weeks. And if they don't give an S, why should we? Can't wait for next season to get rid of this B. Uh, embarrassing shower of S. I think I did well there to not read all the swears out. Um, trust, trust. I'm not taking them out on purpose. I'm holding them back myself. Um, Richard says we are going down. Can't defend or score. It's as simple as that. Uh, Victor says is the most poorest team we've ever had. Um, I that. I really get actual relegation was much much poorer in nervous circumstances because we've lost a game of football and we we've not played well for a long time now. It went a couple of were saying the playoffs were achievable. Somebody on this podcast, though, did have that... Opt uh, let's not get it, get into that. Um, we are outside. Fact, Brian says, if any of these players, they certainly would not be paid this week of them turned up. Uh, Mark says, get Cook and Maynard back. We can't. Uh, Jason says, uh, poor at the back again and nothing going forward. Roger, good job they've got right to come in. There's no getting away from it. We are mediocre. It's totally Tuesday night. Oh, dear. He says, three strikers out on loan. Not one uh, playing today, which we needed. Uh, Andy says, ineffective players. Martin, back to square one. Shocking. Uh, Roy, don't worry. They won't blame Nigel. Wait for this cracking S interview. Under Burton, let him go. But we've got him and he can't work something out. Then what have we got? I feel sorry for John and Carolyn. Another waste of money. Where are we going to get another win from? What do you make of that, Nathan? Massively disagree with that bit. Uh, with a tough bit, anyway. But everyone's to their own opinion. Um, now, for me... There has been mistakes. I think we would say there has been mistakes in January. We've, we've taken, you know, we've discussed this a lot. Like we've, we've taken risks by going into the second half of the season with a very small squad. And we're problem is at the minute we're missing a few and uh, one key player in Lapsley, which isn't helping. And now we're into games and we're picking up more injuries and suspensions, not playing well. The break didn't help us. Yeah, they sound like excuses. I think they are. They are. Some of them have an impact. But the bottom line is this squad that we've got this season, uh, although we, thank God we had a good January, good January and got some results together because we, we could have been in a lot worse position. So thank God we had that run. Uh, God knows where we'd be if we wasn't. But unfortunately, they, they, they're clearly not, not good enough. And I just hope, I, I 100% trust that Clough will turn us. But the problem is, is it going to be real rebuilding for League 2 or is it going to be rebuilding for the conference? And that's the bit that scares me. Do you... I'd like to say the words, I don't think we'll go down. But... I said it pretty much, didn't I? <laughs> we both said it. But... But... That's, it's scary now, isn't it? How long can we go without with having these bad luck of injuries? If you add George Lapsley, Stephen McLaughlin and Ollie Sarkic, a fit Ollie Sarkic, by the way, into the, into the fold... We've probably got enough, but the problem is, oh, and George Maris as well. To add to that, I forgot about Maris, of course. Um, so these four names there who can have a massive, massive difference and make a massive impact. But the problem is, in a normal season, and I use that word loosely, 
in a normal season, we are not playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday in March. And there's therefore more time for players to recover and more time can for players to come back into the fold and help us draw away from this. The worst problem we've got is not the injuries, not the suspensions, not the fact that we can't score, the fact that we can't defend, the fact that games keep coming thick and fast, so there is very little time to work, to put things right, to prepare, because we just have to get up, go again. Uh, yeah, we do. I think it's going to be a difficult one to get pick ourselves up from, and I think... Uh, Tuesday night, well, this has been a massive wake-up call because Tuesday night I think is going to be a lot tougher, obviously. You've got all these injuries to mix in now as well, as well as um, Ryan Sweeney going to be missing. And we've actually only now got one. And that's that's going to be a, a big issue because Jamie Reid's not, he's lost his form again. He's not looking up to much again. He's gone back to the Jamie Reid that we knew pre-Nigel um, Clough. So... Much optimism going into that, but yeah, we've just got to pick ourselves up and just keep going, I guess. Cause we can't can't keep getting letting ourselves get bogged down in this, because otherwise we're just not going to find a way out of it, and we are going to end up pushing it very very close at the end of the season. The players need a rocket after this game, you know. I, I hope Clough goes into that dressing room, and hopefully this is a big wake up call for them, and mm. I hope he gets that league table up and show them, like, here, yeah, look, lads, you know, you're in danger of being dragged right back in there. You could argue that we already are. So I hope he goes into that dressing room. And, you know, you know, he's, I like his honesty. He's come out and, yes, we have. We, we've done it again. We've thrown the game to him. You, you know, we, we've made... I know you're saying the second goal might more maybe more unlucky than a mistake, but it doesn't matter. That first one was a mistake, and that's what's cost us a game because we weren't going to score, so we had to keep a clean sheet, and we didn't. And we conceded two in the end. So they've, they've got to go in there, and these players got to wake up, and even if it means... Grafting out some nil nils, we've got to work. We've got to work harder than we're doing, and some players have got to go out there and take a bit of responsibility for it. Because at the moment, there's nothing. There's no spark. Um, I'm not saying they're not trying, but something's to change. Whether it's shape, whether it's men- the, the players actually on the pitch. I don't know. Mentality. Something's got to change because it is going to get harder from here. Yeah, that lineup has got to change for me. Yes, we're missing those key players, but. It's clearly that it, it, it's working. We sort of said a little bit before the game, you know, don't put Charles up there, put Law up there, and you know, give us that little bit of, uh, give us that little bit extra. We didn't do that. Um, I would be questioning whether we're good enough to play with front three when we've not really got the, the players to play it. The prime example is the chance for for Jamie Reed in that first half. You know, it's it's a it's a good punt up, it's a good punt forward, and it, it lands gratefully for him, but. A striker with instinct hits that first time, and if it's on target, it's in. A striker with no instinct takes a heavy touch, and it was a heavy touch, and he had about five, six, seven heavy touches in the game, and the chance absolutely dies, and that's the difference between the two teams. If we go 1-0 up there, we're buoyed, we're on the front foot, we probably go and nick another one, and we probably defend and see the game out. We don't. We're not hungry enough. We're not instinctive enough. We've got... Put it this way. If this was a game of uh, an escape room... We'd be locked in. Can't disagree. We, yeah. A, this is the issue. We, we, not only are we not, we are basically offering nothing going forward. We, we we put a couple of decent balls in there. Mal Ben in the first half, for me, put, put three decent balls into that box. Mm. Um, but 
unfortunately, there's just nobody on the end of them. Absolutely nobody. So we're not looking like scoring. And then you've got the opposite end pitch, which you know, basically, all right, yes, Mark Morecambe, we did well. And at the moment, that's looking like a bit of a fluke because we played defensively very well. But every other game since since South End, I'd, I'd go as far as South End away after the break. Um, we I think have... we've we've got to stop blaming that break now. We have had numerous opportunities oh, yeah, to no, put that right. I'm not blaming we? the, no, the, no, break, but... the break, but since then we've we've not really defended well for mm. a whole ninety minutes in, in any of the games apart from Morecambe. So you know we, we're basically we might as well accept we're going to concede at least one every game from a mistake. So what do you do? You, the only thing you can do about that is make sure you're at least at the opposite end. If you're not, see that's what makes me it. question because you look at for all of those games, it's been there every single time, and yet you've got Perch sat on the bench. You've brought a new defender in, in Jake Wright. You've got two central defenders, they're experienced defenders who are not playing ahead of an inexperienced back two. And what you need is you need experience to, to dig you out of those holes. Sometimes it's really, really frustrating. Let's go back to some of your comments, uh, some more of your comments. Uh, Victor says nobody wants to come to Mansfield and play for us. Uh, Nigel doing his best with the team making the same mistakes. Uh, Darren says we all got excited with the possibility of a playoff spot and laughed at Craig's pessimism, but he was right. That's my favourite type of comment. Uh, Ollie says looking forward to playing County next year. Um, Ethan says uh, Cheltenham Tuesday we've got zero chance. Um, Toby says Reed is a Sunday league striker not cut out for this level uh, Gary says Barrow looked a poor side but put us to the sword uh, Ball spends too much time going sideways no penetration you cannot defend or hope to get 0-0 away with the current players confidence is low ability to score is the problem uh, Glenn says I'm genuinely shocked and concerned at the same time if we've only got Reed Tuesday we may as well not turn up because he doesn't because uh, he doesn't at least one of the clowns um, is suspended for Tuesday night though Laura says with no players to switch uh, to give the others a break because they've gone on loan um, Wayne says what are they doing in training because week in week out there's nothing happening final third zero shots on target again it's totally embarrassing um, Laura says give my five year old a shirt and a pair of do a better job up front sorry run over back to work now no keep them coming in I love like that do you know what at least your five-year-old would have some energy and some desire and some uh, commitment to play for the shirt, which is what we're lacking a little bit, bit now. Again, the whole situation, it's just laughable. I mean, Nigel Clough must be thinking, you know, when did I walk under a ladder? When did I smear? When did I step on the cracks in the pavement, Cam? Because he's, I think he's literally had every bit of bad luck card that he's uh, that he could have been dealt today we really need to know how serious the injuries are uh to not particularly to Aiden stone and that's not a, a a disrespectful thing but that's more to the fact that you know we, we have got marrick steck jamie pardington uh, and mason campbell if 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 needed uh but jordan barry in particular because you take him out of the equation then and well i can see a traffic cone outside my window i think i might just go and get that and put a stag shirt on it it's got a chance. <laughs> It'd still move more than Jamie Reid. It's probably stronger. Um, yeah, we're, we're we're very short up front anyway. Even we've we've got Bowery in the team. He's he's, he's seemed to have uh, form seems to have, have dipped of Reese uh, of recent. Has it one goal in how long? Two goals in how long? Uh, well, exactly. I, I can't even say the answer to that because it's been that long. It's been one it's... goal for in loads of games just for the whole team, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 
It's we've just, scored what it's one goal boring. in one, two, one three, four? four. Yeah, one goal in four games, mm. which just says it all. If if you've got the issue with, with, with even with Barry on the pitch, and I thought actually Barry did all right today. Um, he's I've got basically three players that I feel feel like can come off the pitch with their heads held high to a to a certain extent, and I thought. First off, he did keep. He, he, he looked wrong in the ball mm. for what he could do with it. It was basically on his own up there. But even with Barry's team, and even with Oli Sarkic back, we, we don't know. We don't even know what he's capable of yet. We've not seen him, so he's played like we two minutes. Back, we just we just need somebody to, for a choice. But even with him in the team, we've always said from the end of January we're going to be struggling in the striker position for the rest of the season. That was even without any injuries. We've now got those injuries, so that's been made a lot worse. The problem is we're not getting we're not getting goals from anywhere else in the team, and like we said, the most important thing is if you're not going to score, keep a clean sheet, and we can't do that for love of money. Richard says I'm ill with COVID at the minute, but could still put more of a shift in than these players are doing at present. Get well soon, uh, Richard. Uh, Roger says strange that I think we will do better playing at home, and still think they'll have enough to scramble some more wins. Other teams at the bottom will lose more than us, hopefully. Uh, Paul says bring back Coops uh, Daniel says just goes to show that you can't trust these players why did we send players out on loan and not get anyone in when we've got a small squad and now getting injuries Clough better not defend these players and then we'll get rid of every one of them in the summer except Lapsley and rebuild the squad uh, Andy says same personal uh, same personnel same errors all of the back four mistakes every single game. Uh, Simon, three yellow cards to their none and a red card. 18 fouls to their 11. If we haven't got the players, I'll go into if we can't beat them, kick them because it isn't working. Um, Gary says, Perch and Wright looked good to me when they came on. Uh, Paul says, put the youth team in. Sean says, can we recall Cook or Maynard? Probably get slated for this, but we need uh, another option. Um, I would love to be able to call Cook. Uh, to recall Cook at least I think that's more of the physical presence that we're missing but unfortunately we can't and the same goes for uh, for Jimmy Knowles uh, as well um, by now I think absolutely yeah I think, all three of them. I think we'd have done all three of them yeah absolutely uh, Wayne says seriously guys he's much improved but he's not a striker uh, excellent saves when he came on score could have been much worse yeah absolutely um, yeah absolutely keep comments coming in and have your say on your team we'll be around for about another uh, 10 minutes or so very, very frustrating to put your um, to try and defend that. And I think one thing that I want to see uh, today, Cam, in about half an hour's time or whenever the video goes live, I want to see Nigel Clough fuming. I want to see steam coming out of his ears. I respect Clough, and I think we've got a fantastic appointment in him for the future. And we, I've said this from day one. We've all said this from day one. It was never going to be an immediate fix. But sometimes Clough is a little bit guilty of uh, looking after his players and defending them when errors have, have been made. Um, which, you know, it's not necessarily a bad trait in a manager because it can have a bit of an adverse effect. But sometimes you do need to see that anger. You do need to see that um, disappointment. And I think today, after that result, after that performance, and after where it's, you know, what it's essentially done to us, I think we need to see that. We need to see a little bit of fire. Because if we can see some fire from the manager, fire spreads. Yeah, it does, and I think um, Clough will be fuming. I reckon he's, he's probably gone into the uh, dressing room and even you know, might have ripped a um, ripped the sink off out. Bloody no, something to get the team going because there's just no there's no fight, no anger in the team at all. We just seem to whimper and roll over. Uh, we just don't put up a fight, and I think that's down to not only what we've got personnel wise and that. 
we we can't change it up. But the players that we then that know they're then going to play week in week out are just very complacent of it, and they don't and they just know. Oh yeah, we're going to play week in week out, so it doesn't really matter how we play. I think that's what frustrates me the most. It's like your Ryan Sweeney's, your Farron Rawson's, uh, your Mal Bennings know that they're not going to really be shifted. And it's just frustrating because we know that we we can actually play football. We played some good football in the first half. We've created good chances. And you think just before uh, Barrow went upfield and scored, Callum Gordon put one just wide. Just wide. How close was that? And then two minutes later, we won down. And it just shows how quickly a game, a game of football can be played. But their goal was against the run of play. And we've got to take some confidence out of the game that we are creating chances and we are still playing all right football. But we need to cut out these little mistakes and we need to sort our discipline out. Because the yellow cards and the niggly fouls, and, and yes, it was very questionable whether the um, uh, Gordon's first um, free kick on that near side that led to the first goal. Yeah. That was very questionable whether it was a free kick anyway, but it's still, it's the ill discipline and, and the just the the lack of mentality that the team seems to have at the minute. It's, it's very, very frustrating. I think there's definitely an air of complacency in the air and that comes from not changing the lineup. We've We've got to sort this out, but we, we need to try and what you know, what we're not doing is we're not dictating the game. We've gone to Barrow today, and for sixty minutes or so before Sweeney gets sent off, we are basically go. It's like this: Have you ever been to a restaurant or out for food somewhere or out on a day out and gone halves on it? Say, for example, you've both put um, a tenner in each, and it's come to nineteen ninety nine. So there's a, a penny change. You can't split a penny. It's impossible. You cannot do it. But what you've done is you've gone, nah, I don't want it. Nah, neither do I. Nah, you have it. No, 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 I insist. You have it. No, 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 no. You have it. And it's been timid between both teams. Whereas what we should have done is gone, I'm having that penny. I am having that penny. I don't care. It's mine. I'm, I'm having it. And we need to show that a lot, lot more because probably for the last six, seven games, we are timid. Teams can come and play against us and they know that they're going to get something from the game. They know that we're going to make errors. They know that we're going to be forced. What on earth is going on? I think that's Cam's mic. Yeah. You alright there, Cam? I think I might have to I leave. I didn't even know there was any noise. Yeah, I don't know. It seems to have died down a little bit now, but there you go. I, I was in the middle of a rant it. as well. I can't hear it. I was in the middle of a rant. Um, Simon's fault, tech t- issues. Team, teams just know that they can come and we will we will roll over. It's like, you know, do you know what? This is a better analogy for you, Nath. Fast forward five years' time. You and your little boy are walking in the park on a hot summer's day. Daddy, I want an ice cream. What's your, rep- what's your response going to be to that, Nath? Well, it depends how I've behaved. He's been, he's been an absolute little shit all day. I don't know. Daddy, I want an ice cream. <laughs> Daddy, this give me an ice cream. Truck, he's got enough money. Daddy, I want I mean, an ice cream. I, I understood your first analogy because when you said about Daddy, you know, I want an ice cream, ice cream, Daddy, ice cream. <laughs> Nate, should, can I, should I mute him? Full on mult. You can't mute me. 
<laughs> Do you even <laughs> try it, son? Right, anyway. <laughs> you can mute me from Skype, but it won't. It'll still go yeah, out on, on the podcast. It. No, you are actually done it as well. Thanks. No, well, I have actually um, done it as well. Well, I I can no, still I, talk you, and people can still hear I get, me. I get so your pay, I get your your point, Mister Priest. Um, and the the point about the whole taking the penny. I mean, he's done that when it comes to date night after these podcasts when we used to be able to do those. He used to take the penny. So, um, but now we 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 need to change something and have a bit more. <laughs> Cam's gone as well. No, Cam hasn't gone. I've kicked <laughs> him out. A bit more about us, I think. Um, of, uh, a bit more aggression and a bit more determination to to see out some results. It's uh, shambolic at the minute. It is shambolic. Like these two are right now. It is shambolic. You need to... Oh, you've unmuted yourself, have you? Yes, I definitely have unmuted myself. <laughs> How dare he? Absolute shocking. Oh, but I think the whole thing, Nathan, it's very, very, uh, it, it's it's very, very frustrated. And it, it's that analogy, isn't it? We there's just such a thing in football as being too nice. There is. Um, I don't really know where to put. I think is it. I don't know. If, I think it's not. I don't really know to go. I don't think it's we're too nice. I just think we're not good enough and been too complacent. It's, it's complacency with those mistakes um, is an issue, and I just think I do think there has been, you know, I believe in Clough, and I think he will take this club further in time. We all know this season, you can't fix a team in January in the space of a month in the middle of a a COVID season. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But we we have I think we have made mistakes in January, and we're starting to to, to start to see the the effects of that and. Unfortunately, like like you said earlier, the, with the likes of Lapsy and players like that being out, normally, if he's out for four weeks, he would miss probably five games max. He's missing about eight because we've got back-to-back matches, and that's not helping. Yeah. So we've got to we've we've got to sort it out. We, we're in this situation, whether we like it or not. We can't magic these players back like a you know you can't. We ain't got a magic wand. We can't fix them any quicker. So what we've got to do? We've got to get those players out on that pitch, and even if it's back to the walls for a couple couple of games while we're while we're struggling. It doesn't matter. We've got to find a way to grind out a result. Otherwise, we're going to be back down there. Yeah, we are. And we are in danger of being back down there. I'm going to come back to some more of your comments. Uh, Wayne says, Nigel Clough is the right choice. Just needs to get his own side together in the summer. And I think there will be plenty of changes. I absolutely agree with that. Uh, Clive says, well, they've gone and done it. They've left me speechless. Richard says, most of the players are on two-year contracts. So having a clear out would mean paying off the last years of their contract. That will cost a lot of money. Uh, Roger says... Uh, they have played some good stuff against Port Vale and Salford a few weeks ago, but the weather breakers seem to screw up their confidence somehow. It's like chalk and cheese. I think uh, they have not fully recovered from the confidence they had. Uh, Clive says, I don't know about a penny. I reckon, uh, I reckon or two of this, one or two of this team per, uh, possesses a tuppence. Uh, Denny says it was only the last game that Gordon was the cat's whiskers. Um, Clive says you're doing the same as the team. Your uh, list, your list listening fans with what i don't that makes no sense i can't uh, whatever um roger says even the internet streaming is going wrong uh clive says you're achieving the same as the team with your antics you're turning the fans off um absolutely so keep your uh, keep your comments coming in um and we'll uh, have some more on that uh, as we uh, as we go on um let's finally before we're not going to pick them out of the match today it's going to be impossible um let's just have a look at what that result has done i know it's all ifs and buts 
we had an eleven point gap at the start of the um, the the start of the the afternoon. It's now gone down to eight points, but they've got a game in hand, so it could potentially be five. That's what worries me the, the most, Nath. But there's just no time to to dwell on it. But we've we've just we've got to find it from within ourselves somewhere, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, we say it's potentially five. I mean, obviously now Southend have dropped into that bottom two, and so I guess now we look at them, you know. So and and we have a game in hand over them. So you can look at it in that aspect of actually, in in a, it's still. At the end of the day, we're still out of the relegation zone, so it's still in our hands. Um, so, like we said, it's up to us to to try and try and rescue it. And let's just say there are a couple of teams that are, even though we're in bad form, Colchester and Port Vale are in worse form at the moment. So there are a few teams in the mix of it. So the positives are that, you know, we, thanks to that run we had in January, we we have got ourselves out of it a little bit, and we have got a bit of buffer room. But um, it all it's all about how we can react and. I think we. I'm just counting down basically to the days we can get a couple of players back as well because hopefully that will change our fortunes a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Apologies if we're having a few streaming issues uh, today. It usually goes quite well, but ever since Cam has messed about and from his end, uh, everything on my computer seems to be going absolutely wrong. There we go. <laughs> Wasn't it? it well, it, it's gone wrong since then, so uh, there you go. Oh, hang on. No, I muted you. Not I didn't do anything to Mansfield Matters, and we stream off the Mansfield Matters um, Skype account. No, no we, we don't. No, we don't. It's it it gone wrong for everyone. It all goes into a different program. The, the Skype accounts oh, don't matter, so you, you doing something has definitely disrupted it, but... There you go. So apologies to anyone in uh, streaming issues, but don't worry because there's literally me reading the results out and telling you what's coming out tomorrow left, and that's it because we're not going to be picking a man of match tonight because let's face it, none of them were. None of them. None of them are worthy of a tweet from Nathan Edge. That's how low we've got today, right? I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure they'll be gutted. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they will as well. Uh, let's uh, have a look. Let's round up the uh, the scenario uh, from Skybet League Two this afternoon before we tell you about two special podcasts which are going to be perfectly fine because they're not live, uh, coming out uh, tomorrow. Let's have a little look at the picture elsewhere in Skybet League 2 today. So the Stags lose by two goals to nil at Barrow. Elsewhere it finished Bradford City 1, Bolton Wanderers 1. Cambridge United were 1-0 winners at home to Warsaw. Whilst Cheltenham were 3-2 winners at home to Port Vale. Newport County won 2-0 on the road to... uh, to Colchester, whilst Exeter hammered Leighton Orient in the game's early kickoff by four goals to nil. It also finished Grimsby 1, Forest Green Rovers 2, Morecambe 3, Carlisle 1, goalless between Oldham and Southend, and it finished one all between Salford and Scunthorpe. Stevenage beat Harrogate by a goal to nil, whilst Tranmere were also beaten by a goal to nil at home to Crawley. In terms of the Skybet League 2 table, Nice little bit of symmetry at the top for you. Cheltenham lead the way at the top, 59 points. In second, it's Cambridge on 58. In third, it's Forest Green on 57. Playoffs is Morecambe in fourth, Tranmere in fifth, Newport in sixth, and then Bolton in seventh. Let's drop down to the other end of the table. The Stags now in 19th position um, on 37 points so far this season. Colchester just beneath us on uh, 36 points. And then it's Port Vale on 34. We're getting dangerously close to that gap. Then an eight-point gap between ourselves and Barrow, who lift themselves out of the relegation zone with today's win over ourselves. Uh, They're on 29 points with a game in hand on us, so they could narrow that gap to five points. 
Also, an uh, eight-point buffer between ourselves and Southend, who drew drew nil-nil today. And then at the foot of the table, it's Grimsby, uh, the Stags, uh, of course. Um, uh, also, are a game in front of them, so they've got a game in hand as well. They're on 24 points at the bottom of the league. In terms of upcoming games for the Stags, of course, Cheltenham at home on Tuesday night, then a trip to Crawley next Saturday. Three home games follow on Tuesday the 16th, it's Carlisle at home. Saturday the 20th, it's Grimsby at home. And then uh, Forest Green at home at 6pm kickoff on Tuesday the 23rd. Finishing the month, it's Tranmere away. So a disappointing afternoon for Mansfield Town today. Losing 2-0 away at Barrow. But what's more disappointing, of course, a red card for Ryan Sweeney. Two bookable offences. And injuries to Aidan Stone and Jordan Barry. It'll be interesting to see how long they are out for. We'll, of course, keep our eye out for what Nigel Clough has to say. No man of the match vote today because, let's face it, they don't really deserve a tweet from Nathan Edge. That's how low we've sunk today. But... In its place, we're going to tell you about two very special podcasts coming out tomorrow. Pre-recorded, video versions and audio available, so there won't be any streaming issues. So the Mansfield Matters Man of the Match Award is awarded to every single Stag supporter who sat on their sofa and watched that atrocity unfold uh, this afternoon. Well done to you all if you managed to get through the 90 minutes. You deserve a tweet from Nathan Edge. Well done to you. Uh, in terms of sitting on your sofa as well, Cam, tomorrow, the 7th of March, will mark a year to the day, the date, that the Stags beat Northampton Town by two goals to one at six fields. Walking away from that game... Even though we knew sort of COVID things were sort of being rumoured and stuff in the news, we didn't really know the full magnitude of the situation. And we wouldn't have guessed that we'd spend the next year in lockdowns, in tier situations, and basically having to watch football from our sofa. And tomorrow we're going to be releasing a very special episode, having a little look at the impact of that. Tell us a little bit more about it, because this is more of a project for you, this one, than, than anyone else. Well, yeah, obviously it was our idea to do something a year um, a year since our last game. But um, I don't know if anyone has seen, I've been doing a, uh, a blog uh, and a, a website recently called The Manx Stag. It's just a um, project that I've been working on for a uni assignment. It's, I mean, it's not due until the end of April, so I've got a bit of a head start. I've got... Uh, 20-odd posts, but um, with it being a a year since lockdown, uh, since football stopped, um, we thought it'd be a good idea to talk about how that's changed football, but also the mental side of it as well, and and what we miss most about football, so um, watch out for that tomorrow morning, that'll be on, and uh, I think I'm going to lead over to you for the next one, Craig. Yeah, 10 o'clock, no, not 10 o'clock, 
ten past eight that comes out tomorrow morning. Um, around that time, around eight o'clock-ish, uh, the video will be available on our Facebook page and, uh, of course, um, will be uh, on all audio platforms as well. So if you subscribe to the Mansfield Matters podcast on all good audio podcasting apps, that will go straight into your podcast feed. A good episode, Nathan. To be honest, it was an emotional one as well. There's a few little bit of tears and lots of sort of, uh, uh, you know, good memories of, of watching the football and, uh, and especially after the way to this afternoon has unfolded, ironically, a little bit of hope tomorrow morning. Yeah, it'll be it's, it's something a little bit different that we've, uh, we've we've not really done or we haven't done for, for a long time. But uh, and it's not necessarily talking about the on-field issues, so to speak, that we've uh, that we're currently in. So it's a nice little break from that. Um, you know, and it's it's more reflecting on on what will be something that you know basically goes down in history for not just for for us but for football in general. So you know, it's it's all changed over the last year, and it's I think it's impacted everyone individually in different ways you know we've we've been open with that and we're you know we're looking forward to see you know um how it's been for people at home as well so i say please do check that out and um and, and drop us comments as you always do it's uh it's not just about us three here that's what matters about all the fans so yeah it's um it's, it's a great little different podcast and absolutely and then from one bit of emotion all the way to another bit of emotion at five o'clock tomorrow night the one we've all been waiting for Stag stories with Neil Bishop. I bet you're absolutely buzzing to be able to watch that back, aren't you, Cam? Oh, I can't wait. Um, and it's it's 100% worth a listen uh, or a watch. And and we're not saying that as as the hosts and and presenters, but it, as football fans, as Stags fans, the the stories that you get from these players you don't get to hear a lot of the time because there's there's no way for you to to talk about that and players don't always talk about it themselves they don't personally put out things on facebook or or youtube or anything like that so to be able for, for us to be able to sit down with with someone like neil bishop who's who's been there and done it for for multiple clubs and then also be right on the verge with us and then uh, and then to uh, as a team blow it and, and just get the the mood in the in the dressing room and then to see the horrors that went on after it and talk about what it was like to be a, a player in that camp who's was just fantastic to listen to and and 100 percent worth actually doing and i think we how long do it end up actually being it was it's a it's a good hour 40? and forty. Yeah, it's a it's a long part, and I have to tell you as well, I haven't left anything out. Not all I've done is just edited a few little bits in, like Shop like on on the so on on the audio, you, you know, there'll be there'll be no difference. It will literally just be the full conversation. But on the video, there's a few little bits of, of clips and things to sort of help provoke the memories a little bit and sort of bring that back and sort of add uh, to the flavour of it. But yeah, it's a good hour and forty. So. Uh, a long watch, but Nathan Edge, a very, very insightful one, and one which will have you gripped pretty much from start to finish. Yeah, and in some ways, it's probably the uh, perfect bit of medication for, for today. You know, I think to to take you away from the, the current um, situation, I think it's uh, a really, really great change to be able to go and listen to uh, you know a very recent Sykes player who was you know, quite, quite very open with his with his stories to tell and and open with his thoughts about his time at the club, mm. um, and although the you know, you know that that period of time wasn't the most obviously we didn't get promotion in the end, so some people say it wasn't the most successful. They probably were the better memories of, of recent times for certain parts of it. So 
you know, it's it's, it's good to uh, yes, it's really interesting to to be able to like like Cam said, go back to here what it was like for a player in that in that dressing room throughout those couple of seasons. Yeah, sit down, watch it, listen to it, whatever, enjoy it. Most importantly, enjoy it. It's been a tough year since you know we we walked, last walked away from a football stadium with that heads held hard. You know, we played pretty well that day against Northampton and uh, managed to get three points on the board, which was which was long overdue at the time. So we're uh, uh, make sure you you know you, you get on that tomorrow. So uh, eight o'clock ish in the morning, there'll be an episode out um, looking back on that and sort of reflecting on mental health and things like that. But then uh, five o'clock at night, um, almost exactly a year to the time and the dates where Neil Bishop hung up his his boots. Um, that episode will be out as well. Uh, final few comments from you. Uh, Roger says, couple more wins and fans will be raving we're going up. Only joking. Uh, Simon says, need at least seven points from three home games in a row. Uh, Roger says, definitely look going to watch the Neil Bishop video. Can't wait for that. Uh, and Chris says, Craig, what's in your drink? What is in my drink? I wish, I really wish it was something a little bit stronger. But I can tell you, it's council wine mixed in with a nice Vinto flavoured, I think it's Vinto grapefruit or something. It's very nice. You can get it for about a pound in Tesco. And if you want to give me a, an endorsement, you certainly can. That's it, though, for today. My thanks, as always, to Nathan Edge and to Cam Felton for sharing the highs and, let's face it, lows this afternoon of Mansfield Town's 2-0 defeat away at Barrow. It wasn't to be for the Stags. Every single card and blow they could have been dealt, they were. I guess we'll see how we respond on Tuesday. Cheltenham at home, join us at 5.50pm for the Facebook exclusive warm-up show. And again, 15 minutes after the full-time whistle for all the debates, the reaction and much, much more in between. Don't forget you can catch our two special podcasts tomorrow. A Year on the Sofa is out just after 8am and then Stag Stories with Neil Bishop is out at 5pm www.mtfcmatters.co.uk is the place to be and our Facebook and Twitter as well enjoy the rest of your weekend and don't let the football get you down the views expressed in this broadcast are solely those of the individual are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans